Welcome back to Season 4 of the Getting Into Good Trouble podcast, where we talk about struggles to teach you the trouble. We find an active global conflict each week and break it down for you. I'm your host, Tripp, here with Eob, Evan, and Ernest. In today's episode, we will discuss the Afghanistan truck bombings. I will hand it off to Eob to give some historical context about the bombings. The Afghan bombings have been going on for quite some time now. The conflict has been brought to the world stage over the past couple of years, but timelines show that the earliest bombings date back to late 2001. These attacks started around the same time as the 9-11 attacks in the U.S. Since the United States withdrew from Afghanistan, this gave the Taliban more freedom to impose their strict beliefs on the citizens. Now I'll pass the mic to Ernest to tell you more about the bombings. The truck bomb is extremely effective in wounding and killing civilians. In one incident where a truck bomb was detonated, it killed 80-plus people and 450-plus people were injured in one attack. This truck was trying to get into the Indian and German embassies. A police officer stopped the truck to see what it was doing there, which is when it exploded. The bomb left a 13-foot hole in the ground, and the affected area was smoking for over two hours. There was a heavy security presence around the embassies after the attack. The scene concluding the bombing was graphic with multiple casualties, flattened buildings, and piles of rubble. These attacks are very dangerous to civilians and security forces. Thousands of people have been protesting these bombings, many carrying pictures of victims along with pictures of leaders with their faces crossed out. They're not capable of leading this country, protesters said. These protests have been escalating and shots have been fired in multiple occasions. During these protests, riot police used water cannons and tear gas to block protesters from reaching the road leading to the presidential palace. There was regular bursts of gunfire from police as they shoot over the heads of the crowd, many of whom threw stones at security forces. Through these protests, at least another four people were killed and 15 wounded. We still had a few more questions about our topic, so we reached out to our interviewee, Gabrielle Deschatineau who is a journalist who has been researching this topic since it started. So from your experience and expertise, why do you think these bombings are happening in Afghanistan? Well, I think these bombings are happening because the Afghan, or excuse me, the Taliban wants to control their people with fear and everything. And so in the question you said like why do you think this is happening i thought you were talking about the protests yeah so both, i wrote out, both, yeah both, yeah so i said if you're talking about why the protests are happening i think these protests are happening because people are just tired of being controlled and you know many of the citizens are just tired of being controlled and living in fear so they begin to protest as most start out like i mean it's been all through history it's in our current times you know, if you look at, you know, the French Revolution or like talking about the women in Iran now protesting over there, wearing their headdresses and just, again, being controlled. Yeah. Um, but I think it becomes more complicated when we talk about Afghanistan before 2021, right. just because there were a lot of like official voices speaking over the people. There was like the then Afghan government, there was the Taliban and any other country with military presence in the country. And, but I would say it's not surprising that these Afghan people, the people who are actually living there, would do anything to be heard. Yeah, definitely. Protests over the bombings, have they really been any large scale protests? 
Um, and has anybody really been killed in any of the protests, specifically that? that? Yeah, so again, large scale can be such a all over the place definition, but there have definitely been deadly protests, like this car bombing that happened in streets of Kabul in 2017 that killed 90 people. In reaction to that car bombing, there was a protest and that was also in the streets of Kabul. And, you know, demonstrators in the in this protest were demanding for the resignation of top officials within the Afghan government, like their president and their chief executive. These became violent because an NPR article was where I got this information. They said that the demonstrators, you know, charged at police and were throwing stones, but the police response was to open fire into the crowd and opening fire into the crowd meant bullets, tear gas, water cannons, all used against the demonstrators. Um, So specifically on that U.S. pullout from Afghanistan recently, do you think that there's been an increase or decrease in these truck bombings? You know, I can't say specifically about truck bombings, but I can say that suicide bombings are still present in the area, Um, whether or not they're done by the Taliban or other extremist groups like ISIS, they're still there and it's still a threat to these people. So like just recently last month, there was a suicide bombing at a education center in Kabul and it was an education center for both women or boys and girls. And no one has taken responsibility for this attack, but it was likely done by ISIS who is, for lack of a better term, a rival. And so the presence of these two groups and any other extremist group, it's likely that these suicide bombings will continue to be a threat and if not, increase. So through our research, when we were researching um, the protests that were going on there, um, this protest tracker that we were using, it said that this protest was declared as passed, but has there been any recent demonstrations over like the people killed in these attacks? I do think it has passed, but I don't think that makes it any less significant of an event. You know, people are still mourning and definitely still affected by this, even though it happened years ago. Right. Um, But like I said, there's still protests happening in the area just over other bombings. So I think for the people who were affected by this one in 2017 specifically, it's not passed to them. So do you think, just on your personal opinion and what you think, do you think it's um, this is orchestrated by the Taliban or, or a separate party um, outside of that? Well, I think this bombing in 2017 was done by the Taliban, again, to instill fear and control right. the people. But nowadays, like I was saying before, it's a mix of, I don't know if there's really been any specific bombings by the Taliban since they, you know, became the main power in there. But again, any other extremists like ISIS is still a huge threat. So going back to the actual bombings, do you think there were specific targets um, that they were targeting to, I guess, blow up? Um, so, you know, I don't think the people who died in the incident obviously were specific targets, but I do think that targeting the busy streets of the capital was an intended area to gain attention, um, and just be a place that, you know, people are going to see this, the media is going to see this, and it's just going to spread 
word about. And final question here. So how often were, do you think the bombings were and the protests? So like, what was the span of time do you think between each of them? So like, how often did it happen? Honestly, I'm gonna be honest, I can't say specifically. I was really trying to find like a timeline oh, to an answer, but I, I think these bombings incidents and if they were large enough you know it was it's not surprising that there'd be a protest to follow especially the 2017 yeah. so over 90 people yeah um well that's all the questions we have um yeah. all right thank all you right. thanks guys our insights and intelligence game from gabrielle really helped us understand the full story behind this protest Thank you, Evan. This is all the time we have for today. We hope you gained valuable information about this crisis. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are interested in more, be sure to check out the rest of our series, Getting Into Good Trouble on Spotify. Thanks for tuning in.